When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Monday episode of Flippin' Bats, where Alex and I are down here in San Diego still. Our trip just wrapped up. This has been an epic weekend. This show, we got power rankings for you. Team of the week, Shohei Otani has been going insane. We got overreaction Monday. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. It's a blowout. Eighth inning, 10 Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out of the real he swings and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, my friends? I hope everybody had a great weekend. I know Alex and I have had an epic weekend epic. down here in San Diego. The Sunday game just wrapped up. Padres win the series, by the way. It was our tail of the tape. Can't believe you. I, that can't just, believe. That, that just sunk in for me in that moment. You know, the hospitality, we the, the Padres were so nice okay. and gracious to have us down here, and Alex didn't pick them to win the series. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, you picked first, and then we we always usually try to pick against each other. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so now we're tied. Yeah. We're even. We're even in tail of the it, tape. It's for the been so an far. awesome weekend. We talked to Joe Musgrove that came out Sunday morning. We just talked to Blake Snell today. That'll come out today as well as a bonus pod. Um, so many things going on, including behind us, Alex. There is now, after the Sunday game wraps up, there's a high school home run derby going on between the best high school players, I believe, in the San Diego area or in California. All I know is they're really big. And this and is terrifying. we are within reach, and they will be using metal bats, I can only assume. So if you hear a very loud screech, From it's, it's me. Definitely. It's me. Yeah, so we actually have... Two of our producers just stationed to the right and left of us with blockers, you guys, just in case a ball comes out here and gets close. I trust yours. I trust yours more than mine. It's a home run derby. They are trying to hit it to this upper deck. Yeah, so I think it's just entertainment. It's just a little bit of fear added to this episode. So watch. Yeah, it's behind us. Terrifying. Terrifying. What a great great weekend, So let me ask you, what was your favorite moment from this weekend? Because we've done so many things, so many activities. I, I, I really enjoyed the interviews. But what I'll say is I often, like, I often think about my life and think, like, Man, would Ben 10 years ago have been doing this? And I had that feeling as I was walking through the San Diego ballpark as Darth Vader. And was just thinking. Darth Verlander? Darth Verlander. (laughs) I was just thinking, how did this come to this? But it was an awesome moment. What is my life? What what is my life? I've never watched Star Wars. Yet I am Darth Verlander walking through Gallagher Square at the San Diego Padres game. I loved it. It was a blast. Uh, It was all weekend. Star Wars weekend. weekend. But... We dressed up for one night. What was your favorite part? I think I liked all of Saturday. I loved the Joe Musgrove interview that we did. I think that was just fun for both of us because we both have personal connections with him. If you haven't listened to that, listen to it because that dropped yeah. this weekend. Um, but we just did so many activities on Saturday from waking up, going to try Joe's no-no 
brew. Is it really trying? Like I, it was. I went full send. <laughs> I did more than try. <laughs> I was send. chugging a double IPA at 8:30 in the morning. You're welcome for the content. You're welcome. <laughs> I had a couple sips. It was yeah. absolutely delicious. And then we went down to the boardwalk where. <laughs> you did some trying to get random people to hit a wiffle ball, yeah. which, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. Um, we did a burrito crawl, which I can't, I, I'm getting a lot, I'm getting a lot of comments and questions about that. Like we need to share all the stops that we went to, but don't worry, that'll be up soon. Yeah. Um, and then we just had a really fun time here at the game, a meet and greet at Bub. So I think Saturday, just Saturday, all together, we did so many things on Saturday. I, I will also add today, as you mentioned, I yeah. have the personal connection with Joe Musgrove. I went up into their suite today and saw his parents Aww. and sat with them for a while and they're just the best people. So, uh, you know, every day had something for me to yeah. to look back on for sure. Yeah, so big thank you to the Padres for the hospitality. Everyone Absolutely. who helped us out here, our entire crew who did an incredible job running around with us the entire weekend. Protecting us from baseball. Awesome. <laughs> we love you guys. So yeah, this was this was great. I love flipping bats on the road. Flipping bats thrives on we the road. We thrive on the road. Yeah. But it's Monday, so you know what we're starting with? What? Overreaction Monday. So All I'm right. gonna give Ben some statements and he's gonna tell me if he thinks it's an overreaction or not. All right. I think you're gonna like this first one. What is it? Shohei Otani will hit fifty home runs this season. <laughs> so uh, it's June nineteenth. He's at 24 because, of course, he hit another one on yep. Sunday. Um, he's got six homers in his last seven games. He's on a tear. He's on pace for over 50. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to yeah. say we see Shohei going over 50 home runs this year. Uh, we haven't seen a stretch like what we're seeing right now from Shohei Otani. Uh, we haven't seen this in, this year in all of baseball from yeah. him offensively. He's as locked in as anybody can possibly be. He's doing things that no left-handed batter has ever done before. I talked a lot the other day, I think it was Sunday or Saturday night, yeah. about his pop and you know watching him take BP and just how much pop he has at the plate. But now we're seeing that. His homers to the opposite field over the last week. Nobody's ever hit balls that far to the opposite field off a fastball inside of what Shohei's doing. So he has he has more pop than anybody. I mean, I, I would put him up there with anybody in the game right now. We're at 24 in the middle of June. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say we see him get to the 50 homer mark. Yeah, That I is mean, not an overreaction. That's not an overreaction. He's also leading the league with a lot of the competition on the IL right now. Yeah, so he could sucks. also lead the league in home runs. Be pretty exciting. He, does, he now leads the league right now yeah. past Pete Alonzo, who was on the IL, finally came back. Uh, Sunday was his first game. So the, True. the Mets need that. Oh, yes, Different they do. story for a different day or segment or something. But he's back. Yeah. Um, so Shohei's now leading baseball. All right. Our next overreaction. <laughs> the Astros will not win the AL West. Are you ready? Are you ready to admit that? So they're now in, they're in third place mm -hmm. behind – the Rangers behind the Angels behind the Angels, the yeah. Rangers. So I'm going to say I'm not yet ready to say it. No, no. You still think they're going to win the AOS? I mean, if you look at the standings, they're not They're six games. But, you know, it's not like you go on a hot stretch and the Rangers cool off a bit They're It's not like they're double digits right now. Like if you were to ask me this question about let's 
the team I was just talking about. If you were to mm -hmm. ask me this about the New York Mets, are they going to win? Do you think they can win the NL East? I would say no. I think they, there's too much ground. I am starting to get worried about the Houston Astros. Yeah. This isn't all. I, I feel like every time we talk about them. So I don't want this to come off as like, when is he ever going to worry about the Astros? I am worried about the Astros. They yeah. are not playing good baseball. But you look at the standings, they're fine. A winning record. They're a good baseball team. They're just not playing like a great baseball team right now. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, Michael Brantley, a lot of question marks there. Lance McCullers out for the year. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, his injury. When's he going to come back? They so, just got swept by the Reds. Well, we'll talk about my fight yeah. in Reds. But uh, I am going to say this is a bad stretch right now for the Astros. They are not looking good. Mm -hmm. I am a bit worried. But I'm, I'm not yet ready to say that they're not going to win the AL West. All right, well, now let's talk about your fight in Reds. That's right. All right? In our final overreaction, the Reds will win the NL Central. Ooh. I, <laughs> I love this Reds team. Look, they are by no means a complete team, like one of the elites of the game. I wouldn't yet put them up there. They definitely have holes. Mm -hmm. But you know who also has holes? Who? Every team in the NL Central. And yeah. there is every bit of a possibility that the Fighting Reds win the NL Central, win the division, make it into the playoffs. Entering the new week, they've won eight straight games. They've swept two straight series. Yeah. Houston Astros sweep them. Good baseball team. Mm -hmm. This team is no joke. And since Ellie De La Cruz has come up, they've been the best team in baseball since he came up. I, I don't I mean, think he's that's a spark that they needed. He's been awesome for them. I'm going to say yes. I think the Reds, I would, if I were to have to pick right now, yeah. I'll take the Reds to win the NL Central. I mean, it, They're only a half a game behind the Brewers right now. Yeah. They're playing great. They have young, exciting talent. There's so a vibe there. You there need is. that vibe. And that's what Ellie talked about, too. He's like, there's just... There's just a vibe, a winning vibe here. And I think he brings kind of that fun and that excitement that a team like that needs. A, a talented team. You always need a vibe. And it's yeah. one thing that stuck with me from both of our interviews. The Snell one obviously mm -hmm. drops today. So, But the Musgrove one that's already out. Yeah. Both of them talked about the beginning of the year and what was, I don't want to say what was wrong with the Padres, but essentially what was wrong with the Padres. And their answer to everything getting turned around was just the vibe. You yeah. know, we're playing better. We're playing more loose. We're playing with more fun. And that's what the Reds are doing. They have that vibe about them mm -hmm. right now. And don't bet against the vibe. I'll take the Reds. That's fair. All right. They're also in our next segment here, the Reds. Let's move on Ooh. to your power rankings, starting with number 10, making their power ranking debut. You're fighting Reds. The Cincinnati Reds are at number 10. Again, eight straight wins, two straight sweeps, one of them being against the Houston Astros. Great series there against a very good baseball team. Ellie De La Cruz has changed the vibe around this mm -hmm. team. They're great. They're fantastic. They're fun to watch. They have so many fun and exciting players. I love this team. Cincinnati Reds making their debut in my power rankings at number 10 this week. At number nine, another team that was not in the power rankings, at least last week, the Phillies. Six straight for the Phillies. You know, there's a lot of teams this week there that are. were not in them last week, but the theme is that they've all gone on big winning streaks, and the Phillies are one of those teams. Six straight wins, Aaron Nola pitching really well, Zach Wheeler, two studs at the top of their rotation. The lineup that we all expected to be very good yeah. is now heating up and becoming very good. 
the month of June, Kyle Schwarber, again, I've said this, Kyle Schwarber becomes Barry Bonds in the month of June. He's the greatest hitter of all time in June, and that's exactly what he's doing. And now this team is following suit. They're all hitting really well. They're playing great baseball, and the Phillies are here at number nine. And at number eight, let's keep this theme going, another first in the power rankings, the Giants. The San Francisco Giants sweep the Cardinals and the Dodgers in back-to-back -back series. They're now in second in the NLS, only three and a half games out of first place behind the D-backs, meaning the Dodgers are now in third place in that NL West. This Giants team, there were a lot of question marks really around around this whole team. Offensively, you know, they had a they had a crazy offseason where they ended up getting Arson Judge and Carlos Correa. Ended up not getting any of those guys. Turns out Arson Judge didn't I, that go took there. Me a moment. I'm like Arson Judge. Was, I was like I forgot that. That was the tweet. I that, got it. Yeah, yeah, no, that they, they signed like Arson. Through. Yeah. Aaron so, Judge. So, uh, yeah. So that didn't happen. Obviously, the Correa news. He doesn't end up going there either. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes like, well, they had a lot of aspirations yep. in the offseason to improve the offense, but. They didn't add anything that they really, they didn't add a huge, massive piece like one of those guys might have been. Question marks have been answered, by and large. Yep. They've, been a, they've been a good, solid offense and pitching-wise, starting rotation-wise. A lot of question marks behind Logan Webb. Mm -hmm. I think Logan Webb is an absolute stud and one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball. But Alex Wood, Di Sclafani, they've, they've, answered, they've answered every question mark across the way, and they've been really good. The Giants are a good baseball team. Yeah, they are. We're going to keep this theme going for one more spot at number seven. Another team not ranked, the Angels. How about these Angels? Oh, look, like, secretly kind of. Yeah, just a very, I, I, I always feel like with the Angels, whenever they do anything well, the second you start talking about it, you, you just kind of get laughed at because you're yeah. like, well, it's the Angels. Well, guess what? These Angels are playing very good baseball right now. They're in second place behind the Rangers in the AL West. They're hot. We saw... Trout and Otani go back to back on Sunday. Trout Otani is what they call Trout Tani. Trout Tani. That's what they call the, the, yeah, the, when, they they, when they go back to back. When they go back to back. I yeah. like that. Um, Shohei is on another planet right now offensively. He's mm -hmm. leading this team, carrying this team. And uh, yeah, the Angels, bullpen wise, Chris Davinsky has been great in the bullpen. I, I, I like them. They're, they're playing great. I mean, they got to be if they want to keep Otani. So it, it's good for them. Okay, yeah. at number six, up four spots. The Marlins. Marlins made their debut last week. They yep. were at number 10. Now had to keep them, had to bump them up. They had yeah. another really good week. Look, don't sleep on the Marlins. This isn't some fad or some quick winning streak. They've been playing really well mm -hmm. all year long. They deserve a lot of credit. They're one of the nastiest rotations in the game of baseball. I'm not going to say they're the best pitching rotation in baseball, but certainly up there in the nastiest conversation. Offensively, they're doing enough. Luis Arise around the 400 mark all season long. Jorge Soler got the power. They, they have it all. They're a good team. They're at here number, at six. Is at that what six. it is? Six. Yeah, so now we're entering your top five. Okay. At number five, down three spots, the Rangers. Had to knock the Rangers down a bit. Really, yeah. really bad series against the, um, against the Angels. Didn't look good there. Look, this is still a really good baseball team. Mm -hmm. They're still leading the AL West. I love what they do offensively. I have... I have rotation questions after Eovaldi and John Gray, who finally came back from a little blister thing this weekend, didn't throw great, but he's been great all year long. Eovaldi and Gray, very solid. Question marks from there with all of the pitching. Mm -hmm. Bullpen, nightmare. Yeah. They, there's a lot of question marks, but this is a very good baseball team offensively. Their offense is what carries them. Yeah. So they're still in the top five. Just had to bump them down a few spots. That's fair. 
At number four, up one spot, your sneaky snakes, the D-backs. <laughs> somebody, somebody came. What? This somebody, weekend. somebody came up to. It was at Bubs at yeah. the Bubs at the ballpark, our meetup, and some fan came up and was saying to me, "Your sneaky snakes," as yeah. in the Diamondbacks. She's like, "You're a big fan <laughs> of the sneaky snakes." I was like, "I like that a lot," and apparently Alex liked it because she pulled it out. The fighting D-backs. They're on a roll. Um, yeah. First place in the NL West, mm -hmm. playing great. Corbin Carroll's playing great. Zach Gallen had a great start over the week. Uh, he looks like he's back to being the dominant ace that he is. This team does it all, and they're here at number four. At number three, up one spot, the Orioles. The O's are up one spot, another really good week. Great atmosphere there. You know what? Speaking of great vibes here yeah. at this stadium, Camden Yards has a great one right now. I need to sit in the bird bath. You know what that means. The high school home run derby is about to get started. <laughs> um, the fear just set in. Okay, keep going. The O's, the vibe at Camden Yards right now, it's a blast. They're here at number three. All right, at number two, up one spot, the Braves. The Braves are so good. One through nine of their line. Orlando Arcia has been, he's hitting like 330 for them this year. He's been fantastic, and he's hitting in their like eight, nine hole. That's how deep their lineup is. And they're so, they went down, I think it was two weeks ago, they were down the lowest they have been all season. A little bit of a blip on their radar but with Michael Harris playing the way he is right now he's taken his average up like 60 70 points within wow. the last month he's been on a tear and he's in the nine hole this Braves team they're so good this is why I predicted them to be in the World Series yep. and this is I mean they're so so good but again yeah you can't they're not yet able to, to knock take off the number one spot the best team in baseball the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays holding it down. I will say the gap is getting – they've been here, what, two months straight since, yeah. since like, the first power rankings of the year. Um, they've, they've been in the number one spot. Mm -hmm. The gap is getting it a is. bit tighter. They lose, they lose a series to the Oakland A's. They lose this series here to the Padres. Ah. I don't want that to take away from how good this team is. They pitch well. Everybody one through nine in the lineup puts up competitive at-bats. What I mean by competitive at bats is just even if a guy's not swinging the bat well, he's putting six, seven, eight pitches in a starting pitcher, mm -hmm. getting them out of the game. They work starting pitchers really well. And you might have a stud going on the mound, but he ain't going to get through seven, eight innings against this team. They're really, really solid offensively. They play really good defense. They're the perfect package of a baseball team. And they do everything very well without the – without this, the elite of the elite superstars in the game. And that's not to take away anything from Randy, Wander Franco, those yeah. sort of guys. But you know, like the high dollar, $300 million man, well, they don't, they don't have any of those. The highest, the biggest free agent contract they ever given out as an organization was to Zach Eflin, who we saw pitch on Sunday for them. So they don't have those high dollar names, but man, front to back, entire 26 man, they're, they're, they're really good. That's fun. You have four new teams in this week. Four new teams, and the Rays round out this week's top 10 Major League Baseball power rankings. All right, let's get started with our team of the week. Speaking of getting started, it is officially underway behind us, the okay. high school home run derby. They're using metal bats. We are sitting approximately, based off of my eyeball test, about 430-ish feet from home plate, I would say. Best high schoolers around. Metal bats, it's not likely, but there's I, a chance. Then I'm terrified. 
I'm gonna be. I'm like. I'm looking at you, but I'm looking right no, past it, you it, at we're, Buck we'll be to fine. see his facial reaction to see if one's coming. I'm we're just, gonna be fine. I'm literally on the edge of my seat, trying not to have a panic attack. You will be protected. Okay. I will not be. So don't worry. We'll see. We'll see about that. Okay. Well, let's get started behind the plate with your catcher, JT Real Muto. JT Real Muto is rolling as is this Phillies offense. Mm -hmm. uh, as I mentioned earlier with the Phillies team. They're all one through nine, I feel like, on a roll right now. There's going to be a couple Phillies, spoiler alert, in uh -huh. this team of the week. Behind the plate, JT Real Muto. At first base, Christian Walker. Christian Walker and the, the Slytherin Snakes, is that what it was? Slimy Snakes? The Sneaky The Sneaky Snakes. Christian Walker, one of the most underrated players in the game of baseball this year. Christian Walker had a great week. He's at first base. At second base, Bryson Stott. Again, another Phillies player hit over 400 on the week, a few homers. Bryson Stott, and this Phillies offense is rolling. He's my yeah. second baseman. Moving on to third base, Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar Henderson and the O's. He was my AL Rookie of the Year prediction. Got off to a pretty rough start as of late. He's been fantastic, a huge piece for this Orioles lineup. Hit the longest home run onto Utah Street that has ever happened there at Camden Yards. Three homers on the week. Gunnar Henderson's rolling. He's my third baseman. Moving over to shortstop, Orlando Arcia. Again, I, I, I mentioned him earlier. In the eight-hole-ish most of the time for the Atlanta Braves, hitting well over 300 this year. The shortstop position for the Braves was a big talking point heading into this year. You, you lose Dansby Swanson. Is Von Grissom going to be the answer there? Well, it's been Orlando Arcia, and he's had one of the better years in baseball and a very underrated year at that. He's my shortstop. Now, as we move to the outfield, remember, these are just three outfielders not related to what position they play in the outfield, just your three best outfielders. Yep. First up is Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler is such an interesting hitter to me because when he's going well, he's going to be on Team of the Weeks. When yeah. he's not, I mean, he, he was in the midst of a – right before this stretch, he was in a really bad stretch. He's one of the more streaky hitters in the game of baseball. But – He's interesting to me because when it's going well, nobody hits the ball as far as he does. It's so much. I remember a couple years ago, the World Series in Houston. He hit a home run to left field over the train tracks. I will never forget it because we were like standing under it, watching it go yeah. over our heads, and it was just this majestic home. He's got so much pop. He's a blast. Uh, he's first of three outfielders. Your second, Michael Harris, the second. Uh, again, with this Braves lineup, we can talk about all the other names mm -hmm. in this lineup that we know that bat at the top of the lineup, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, um, Austin Riley. But these guys at the bottom of the lineup right now in Orlando Arcia and Michael Harris II are getting it done. Michael Harris II has raised his average like 60 points over the last couple of weeks. He's been on a roll. And finally, someone that we got to see up close and personal this weekend, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, Fernando Tatis has been on a roll. Yeah. I I love watching this guy play baseball. We're going to dive a lot into that. I believe Tuesday's episode, uh, yeah. where I'm going to talk all about him. But, man, I mean, you really get a feel for it when you're watching him in person. He it's is so, so much fun. He's playing – the better he plays, the more fun he has. And mm -hmm. he, he talks to the crowd. He buys – you know, the whole stadium, they – they, they get riled him. up by him. It's been an absolute blast being here and getting to watch him play baseball in person. I feel honored to get to watch 
Fernando Tatis entertain. That's what that's he what he entertains. You come to a Padres game, you get entertained by Fernando Tatis, and he's my third of three outfielders. Someone else who was very entertaining this week at designated hitter, Shohei Otani. Yeah, Shohei's been on a historic tear. He's now at 24 homers on the year. He's on pace for 50 or more homers. Offensively, mm -hmm. he's been fantastic. Pitching-wise, his ERA is still right around 3-3. Good year yeah. pitching-wise, but this is all about his offense. At the DH position, nobody has been near as good as he has over the last week specifically, but this month, the month of June, historically good. And at starting pitcher, someone that we got to see up close and personal this weekend also makes some history. Blake Snell. Snell was great. Our start that we got to watch him pitch, six mm -hmm. innings, 12 strikeouts, didn't give up a run. The previous start he also made within these dates, yep. which goes from Sunday through Saturday. So he pitched two times this week. Mm -hmm. He also struck out every single batter in the lineup. Only the fourth time that that's been done in back-to-back -back starts since 1961. Blake Snell's rolling right now. And we, got, we talked to him yeah. about sort of, you know, like up and down, an up and down year until I mean, it feels like he's on quite the stretch now. And, and we, when we talk to him, which that comes out later today as well, our entire conversation with Blake Snell. But what specifically is the reason behind a lot more consistency yeah. right now? And he's been dominating. I thought his answer was great. Was so awesome. make sure you check out that conversation with Blake Snell. But that drops uh, Monday as well. All right, wrapping up. Team of the week with the closing pitcher, A.J. Puck. A.J. Puck. The, the, Marlins, had, the Marlins had a closer big question mark yep. this year and it's been answered by AJ Puck and how good he's been uh make the I mean there's an argument for the all-star game with AJ Puck that's how good he's been this Marlins team is very good they've had him at the closer spot for most of the year now AJ Puck my closer on team of the week all right these are some epic weeks that we've seen from a lot of these players on team of the week so who's your player of the week Alex, I, I I have a feeling it's I I feel like we're gonna have the same here. It's I it's Shohei the yep. the tear that he has been on in the last week specifically for team for player of the week is historic. The month that he's having is one of the greatest months we've ever seen. Certainly, we're in the midst of a stretch right now for Shohei that we have never seen him go on offensively. He's now at 24 homers, six homers in his last seven games. Yep. Every time Shohei's stepping in the box right now, it feels like there's a very good chance he hits a homer. Shohei Otani is my player of the week. My player of the week is also Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard not to. When you hear everything that he's done, he leads the Angels in almost every single category, statistical category, on both yeah. the offense and the pitching side of things. So, yeah, Shohei Otani is our player of the week. Yep. Yep. That rounds out our my team of the week and player of the week. And does that, yes, does that, that wraps up our Monday, episode. our Monday episode? And Alex is still alive. Nobody got I'm hit. Like, I'm still just peeking over my shoulder. And uh, okay, yeah, I'm feeling pretty <laughs> confident with whatever um, players I just, taking swings right now. I just wanted to say thank you to the San Diego Padres for having us this weekend. Uh, we had an absolute blast, and they were awesome helping us out with interviews, um, the access to any and everything we wanted down on the field, around the stadium. The Padres have been awesome. This stadium, this venue is an absolute blast. If you've never been to Petco Park in San Diego, it's a must. It's yeah. an absolute must to get here. So um, thank you all for listening along this entire weekend. This has been a blast. Thank you to the entire crew here for helping us out. Um, what a great weekend. It was. I, I'm just going to retweet everything you just said.
Retweet. Retweet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys are subscribed anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch everything on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Also, make sure you check out the Blake Snell episode that will drop today. Bonus pod with Blake Snell interview. He was a blast to talk to. So thank you all for listening. Until next time, my friends, that does it from San Diego.